0: Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial, the Kamish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arribalo. This is the Booze Cast. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer.
1: The only honest people in the world are small children and drunk people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, my mom always told me that God looks out for drunks and babies, so kind of makes <laughs> sense.
0: Wow. Yeah, there's no filter on either of those. <laughs> sure, very true. So.
1: Welcome into Draft 95, everyone. Um, we are, God, we're getting to the end of summer already, which is exciting because fantasy drafts happen this weekend. I'm excited. Most I'm of excited. the uh, the fourth announces uh, auto drafted for various reasons. Um, Otter having broken a rib. Uh, some of us celebrating Big Dick Nick's birthday. Um, so there was a lot. Well, uh,
0: me again. There was a lot going on
1: this weekend, but uh, we're ready to go head to head in the fantasy worlds, which is exciting because fall is officially here. We're getting closer to our Oktoberfest beer uh, episode, which is also awesome. Um, but today, we're going to talk about National Whiskey Sour Day and National Beer Lover's Day. We're actually recording this kind of in the middle of those two particular holidays. Now's a good time to maybe uh, explore Cuba, or Cuba, or as they say, if you're worldly, like Sancho. So we're going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, drinks from the globe uh, from Cuba. Uh, we're finally going to get to the pub quiz. Thank God. I've got some news. I'm ready as well. i'm ready as well like i've 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 got the cards here ready to go it's just we are very verbose during the show we have a lot to say about a lot of things and you know i'm not going to take us into two hours so we can all pub quiz (laughs) so maybe sunday we'll just do just a straight pub quiz show where people can play along at home and like send in the answers like an online trivia or something that might be fun Hmm. But uh, we're not going to do that today. Instead, we're going to get to our beers of the day and then get this show a crackin'.
0: Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The Beer of the Day. So, uh, let's see here. I'm going to give this bottle a pop. Whoa. (laughs) Literally, that's a pop. Crazy. That sounded good. I like that, dude. (laughs) Okay, so, Sanchito today has Temporal Illusion, and uh, that is a There Does Not Exist collab with Firestone Walker. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty pumped on it. Um, it's a Saison, uh, looking about 6.2%. Alcohol. And uh, I'm giving a little pour right now. It smells delightful. It looks like light straw with a touch of like cloudiness, just, you know... Um, the bubbles look like super fast. They're like moving to the top of the glass like really really vigorously kind of like almost like a champagne well, Let's give it a try
2: It sure popped like a champagne, so <laughs> yeah, You're probably not <laughs> wrong <It's like
0: laughs> <It's like it laughs> flew I'm glad across it wasn't the room. at my face um, yeah, right? <laughs> oh my she God. Said. This is fucking phenomenal. I am not I like saisons when they're like this this is just perfect. Everything I would like about a Saison, it's got a little bit of that skunkiness, a little dryness, but it's so subtle. Really what's coming through is just, um, I'm gonna say it, there's some pillowiness to this, even though typically, uh, these Saisons are a little sharp. Um, let's see what good old Untappd has to say. I was checking that out a little earlier. Surprisingly, it didn't get a four. Um, they gave it a 3.91. Oh, and, right on the uh, edge. Right on the edge. You know, if I would have voted for it, maybe it would have taken it over. But uh, like I said, (laughs) it is uh, 6.2% ABV, uh, no IBUs on here. Alcohol. I thought this was kind of cool. The mixture, it's 88% 88 Rye Saison, 10% Sauvignon Blanc Wild Ale, and 2% Fermentation IPA. And honestly, that 2% just really gives it some stability. It drinks more like a beer than a Saison. And that, it's just subtle enough that I think that really kind of, like, captures all these flavors. Tasting notes of apple blossom, sauv blanc petrol, mineral water, subtle fresh cracked pepper, which I'm kind of getting now that I'm talking to you, I've got like this spiciness kind of in my breath.
1: And You, you seem um, a
0: little more spicy than normal. Yeah, it happens, you know. Um, <laughs> Great summer beer to drink now, but also a good candidate to sell her for later. And, uh, yeah, if you do sell her for later when you open it, don't point it at your face, because that shit was fucking <laughs> running and gunning. This thing might, honestly, should be corking cage, maybe, dude. So, Coming uh, in hot. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> but, uh, highly fucking recommend if you get this. Uh, shout out to Rich at Ball and Pint. He, uh, he suggested this for me and got it to me, and, uh, the artwork on it is really cool. And this is a great beer. This is, I'm really, really happy with this thing.
2: Wow. I don't think I can compete with that. But um
1: you know what Cole, you say that and then you always bust out some like No,
2: this one 4.
1: is not 49% nonsense s- or something. I swear,
2: I swear it's not. This is unapologetic fruit cherry apricot and um it's a cherry apricot sour, a delicious blend of fruited farmhouse ale and sour ale. So it poured like kind of like a strawberry rhubarb type color, but it looks oh, look kind at of that. Am- it looks kind of amber on like
0: mm-hmm on the camera yeah.
2: it's tart with a slight bit of funk maybe from the farmhouse you know I do get a lot of cherry I don't know if I really get apricot (laughs) it it is tart it's like making my lips pucker (laughs) woo Um, untapped has at a 3.83 this is one of the lowest beers I've done see
1: Dude, well, what happened?
2: I know, but it's a- I actually How really the enjoy it. have fallen.
1: That's well, cool. I like
2: that it's like a sour without being like a smoothie. Just like a nice change. It's just like, it's, you know, it's clear and it just, yeah. it drinks, it's crisp and it's clean. And it finishes clean. Um, anyway, 3.83, um, 1,493 ratings, 5% ABV. Alcohol. Uh, no IBUs. And it says this fresh farmhouse ale made with Michigan sour cherries balanced with tons of delicate apricot blended with traditionally aged sour beer to make the fresh fruit come forward and burst with flavor. Nice. And um, I'm not mad about it. It's really good. I actually got two, so I'm kind of excited. I have another one.
0: Nice. And this is the first time you tried this.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've had anything from unapologetic fruit. Sweet. It's good. I haven't either. I've-
1: In fact, I've never even heard of them. Are all their beers, uh, from what you've seen, or uh, like, I don't know if you looked up the the portfolio, but are all of them generally kind of fruited sour kind of kettle beers or... I
2: haven't looked up the portfolio. This just caught my, piqued my interest on Tavor. And I picked it up and it came in my last crate, I believe. And um, they're they're from um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. So that's why I assume they were brewed with uh, Michigan cherries. But... I'll have to look into them a little bit more, but yeah, they're really good. And 1% of their sales benefit local charities. So, oh, nice.
0: Very, not very nice.
2: Yeah, that's also kind of a cool thing.
1: Always good to see them give back.
2: I love it.
0: Well, the right. question is, Wiley, do you have a farmhouse ale here to make a 3 out of 3? I do not. I am the odd Don't. man out today.
1: So today I am drinking Stone Farking Wheaton Woot Stout 2021.
2: Oh, I haven't gotten that yet. Oh, yeah, this damn one it.
1: Came out back in June. It is 11.5% ABV. Alcohol. And it's got a 4.14 on untapped. Wow. It is a banger of a beer. Um, also, I apologize in advance if I'm slurring by the end of the show. Uh, for drinking an 11.5 uh, beer throughout the show, I did purposely only get one, though. In my defense, because I knew if it was good, I'd probably go for another if I finished it off. So, you know, kind of uh, I'm playing we some wouldn't defense. wouldn't tell.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. Right.
1: What do you say? No one can tell. I one said we. I said we wouldn't tell. Oh, you wouldn't tell. Oh, I'm gonna say. I, I feel like everybody could tell when uh, the commission's had a few. Oh, sure.
2: Um, Once your tongue goes numb and you start Flurring, I mean, it is what it is.
1: Oh, and I just start pabbling. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours of me rambling on that I've had to edit out a podcasts. Uh, anyways, I mean, a fair disclosure here. Sure. Uh, so this is what uh, they have to say. Again, this is uh, from Stone. Um, for those who, it's a little bit of a collab between a bunch of geeks, which is awesome. With the intensity of enormous mecha Gargoyle, which is, uh, looks like that is the, uh, the label. Stone Farking Wheaton Woot Stout is back. One 11.5% stout brewed with pecans, flaked rye, and partially aged in bourbon barrels, certainly stands out on its own, the unique artwork that adorns each release is epic. This one is insane, this, insanely, uh, this year's insanely awesome label comes from Tom Rainey, who has a history of drawing comics in Marvel and DC from X-Men to Batman. I'm gonna hold this up, I don't know if that will focus so you can see it.
2: Oh, I actually pulled it up on my Total Wine app.
1: Nice. yeah it's a pretty sweet um i like this one because usually they got uh, kind of caricatures of like will wheaton and uh they, it's kind of a mixed thing and this is a very simple uh, it's pretty sweet looking little label let me uh, see if the beer uh, lives up to the uh, the hype here oh man <laughs> oh there's the pecans Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh.
2: Oh, all right.
1: I'm kind of bummed. I'm drinking that. Well, you know what? Like it wasn't as hot a normal day as it normally is here in Southern California these days. This would be good. sitting next to a fire, like either a campfire or like something in a fireplace sitting on a leather chair. All right. Mm. That sounds great. Sipping on a little something, watching something fall related, be it something ghost or I'm I don't know, such a dork. That.
0: I love watching the Netflix that has just the fire in the background. I love it. <laughs> Every year I do it and I'm just, obviously I don't care, but I know I've overheard people say that that's so stupid, but I love it. So I don't know. I know there's a bunch of people out there that like it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's totally. Okay. There's one uh, I think DirecTV has
1: during Christmas time they, I don't know how long on each side of Christmas they do it, but it's just, it's a, you can see it's a fireplace, but you can kind of see the whole wall. Mm -hmm. it's got like uh, the tree next to it and stuff and stuff happens like an elf will come and leave a a present Santa will sneak in and grab a cookie like stuff kind of happens like every seven to ten minutes like it so if you have it on the background you'll look up and like there'll be kids opening presents and then they kind of wander off and I got on It's kind of entertaining.
0: That's
2: really funny. I know my <laughs> so, my mother-in-law puts on I don't know whatever channel it is every Christmas morning when, it, when it's just the fireplace crackling, but that's it. all it is. No one does any fun things. Like you don't see any movement.
0: Yeah, the Netflix. I think- you could pick logs, wood, or <laughs> gas. Oh. <laughs> so uh, spice it up a little bit and throw the gas one on. You're like, oh, hey, all right. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> that's,
2: that's an intense fire. Wiley, I'm jealous. I did not get the wootsed out this year. I dropped the ball on myself.
1: I, well, it, it's not like it's not available. It's still out there. So
2: where did you get it?
1: This one came from the local. I stopped by to see Irish Mikey earlier today and say, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? And perused. It was between this and the Gargoyles and Wizards. Hazy Coffee IPA.
2: Oh, I love that one. From Modern
1: Times. Um, I was looking at that one, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just kind of feeling... It's been a while since I've done some type of stout porter. Like anything dark, basically. I haven't done it in sure. quite some time, so I thought I'd give this one a shot. And see what we got going on with it. And um, I, for one, am not bummed that I did. And we'll probably go back and buy the other four or five that they have there in the store. Just to kind of spread them out throughout nice. the
0: winter. There you go. Saving your nuts for the winter. <laughs> oh, really? These He's nuts? like
2: a squirrel. Squirreling away
0: your nuts for I the winter. <laughs> your nuts. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Just like that.
1: Just like that. Now pouring.
0: The booze cast.
2: Speaking of your nuts, guys, How was your how
1: was your she, week.
0: Speaking of your nuts. Um, how, what, I'm going to let good? you guys go
1: first cause I have a lot of complaining to do, so I'm going to oh, let you guys true. go.
0: All right, <laughs> cool to go for it. How was your week?
2: Oh gosh. Um, it was okay. My mom had to get like cataract surgery last week, so I had to like oh, wow. take her and you know, I'm like waiting with her in the waiting room and then they take her in. I keep her purse and they come out and get a phone number for me and I'm like, why do you need my phone number? Cause so we can call you when she's done. And I'm like. I can't wait here. And they're like, no, the waiting room, like the lobby, whatever, if our office is for patients only. I'm like, it's 96 degrees outside today. Like, where do you want me to wait in my car? Like, where do you want me to go? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, I'm going home.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Thanks. And
2: and she's like, well, can you be here in 15 minutes when we call that she's discharged from surgery? And I again, I was like, I don't know. I guess that's going to be your problem if I can't. And I went home and they called me and I was like, all right, well, I'll get there when I can get there. Yeah, it was <laughs> brilliant. It was, they like pissed me off really bad. I was not happy, but.
1: Was it just like an attitude that they had? Is that kind of like me well, the they, wrong way or. They
2: didn't tell us that I couldn't wait. And again, like, what am I supposed to do for 90 minutes? Like, where am I supposed to go? You know, like, I mean, like yeah. I get—I don't know. Do I go back to work? Do I like I was working from home that day. So I guess it was like, we'll call you. Well, you can't wait here. I'm like, well, I mean, like I said, it was like 100 degrees. Like she's like, I don't know. You can wait in your car or whatever. I'm like, you're fucking crazy, lady. i yeah, in my week, car. Last week, I think
1: right about the time that, that she got that was hot.
2: Yeah, it was Friday. So yeah, that
1: yeah. <laughs> was last week was gnarly.
2: And then my little nephew came over to swim on Saturday, so that was fun. He tried out a life vest that he got for the lake. So he's almost five, so he's learning how to swim. So the life vest was, like, super helpful in my above-ground pool because he's not tall enough to touch.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no yeah. shallow end on that.
2: Mm-mm. And then uh, Sunday was Nick's birthday, so we just had a small family barbecue, invited Wiley and uh, Shannon and Greg, so just kept it real small. Uh, we did some tacos they, on the Chop and Flop, mm. you know, the Blackstone Grill. So we mm. had our tacos, and we Good also tacos. went swimming, and we made, made a, a whirlpool. We made a whirlpool, and <laughs> it was so much fucking fun. It Damn. was dude. Uh, really Nick's fun. brother
1: is ruthless in the whirlpool.
2: Yeah, like, Scott. And
1: I think he feels a little empowered because, like, how old is uh, his kid that he was uh, dragging Charlotte, around the world?
2: Charlotte's six.
1: Yeah, so, so Sandro, he basically had Charlotte like kind of draped over him, you know, holding her, and then he was just ramming people out of the pool. <laughs> it was almost like we we're gonna like knock people out of the pool, but you couldn't hit back because, you know, you had a little Charlotte there. So dude, the dude wasn't messing around, man. No,
2: it Damn. was it was really, really fun. So
1: no,
0: yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. There you go. Sweet. Um I was uh, up in Paso Robles last week. It was sick. We did our Firestone meeting, like our annual um, business plan meeting. Ooh, it was nice. It nice to see everyone. First night was like a tiki pool party. Did um, you guys get to do that last <clears throat> year, or did you have to? Is this no, the first time in like two years that you've done it? It was via Teams. So, yeah, it was the first time I've been there. Oh, we nice. Missed. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, a lot of new faces. It was crazy when they told everyone or the new people to stand up, you know, that didn't go last year. Dude, there was a lot of people. It was crazy. There was <laughs> really? a lot of new people. Yeah, new people that, there's people that have gotten hired onto the job that have never even, like, you know, met. Yeah, they haven't gone, they haven't done a bunch of the stuff that we have, and they haven't even, like, worked with their distributors or whatever, but anyways, um, the second night was, um, oh, I got to do some hatchet throwing the second night. That was pretty sick for the first time. It was Fine. a sick little set up. This back of this truck pulled up to the winery we were at. And, um, and it's literally two bays, or, you know, and it's two people that can throw, rather. And you get a partner, and they kind of show you how to throw it, and for practice, I was killing it. Like, my boss was there, and he's like, oh my god. And then when it came time to keep score, I... Fucked up, dude. It was started holding it all weird and like I put my feet all weird. Just <laughs> <laughs> you got the yips? Oh man. So uh but that was super fun. Um and then we had like our dinner um at Rava Winery, and uh that was pretty chill. Like I got uh I drank, they had this really good sparkling, and that's all I drank. I drank like a few bottles of champagne probably that night. <laughs> Um, woke up on Saturday and had lunch at fish gaucho, uh, so, uh, we had lunch at fish gaucho the next day. Me and Coley are like, oh, Oh. fish gaucho. That was amazing. Um, and then, yeah, it was a pretty mellow weekend for me. I didn't do shit on Sunday. So, uh, just chilled. Now I'm working and getting ready to go to Texas. Stoked. Yeah, buddy. So, um, I, the reason why it's,
1: uh, I have a little complaining to do is that, uh, I, my washer and dryer. My washer specifically died. So I started the process of getting a new one. And I, I chose Best Buy because they could get it there the quickest. Free installation, blah, 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 whatever. They delivered it. They're like, well, we can't uh, install uh, because your the gas thing coming out of the wall for the dryer isn't right. And, and the two, the two uh, water things coming out, they're all corroded. Like, get that fixed. We'll come back. We'll install it. No big deal. So next day, plumber comes out, fixes all that. Then uh, fast forward to uh, Monday, I think, what are we on, Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fast forward to yesterday, they came back out and they're like, oh, well, the hose that uh, was sent out by Best Buy is not the right size, so we'll have to come back at a later time when you have the right hose. And I'm just like, "How how many days of work do I need to miss for this nonsense? So I called yesterday, and I'll get back to the weekend here in a bit, but I called yesterday, I'm like, hey, Let's get somebody out here. You know, I had I literally had plumber there within the hour. He like screwed in a new hose. He's like, that's all it that needs to be done. It's really not a big deal. I'm like, awesome. Well, then stupid, but tomorrow it'll be done. So today rolls around and I got a email yesterday when I talked to Best Buy on the phone and they're like, yeah, between 12 and 6. Good to go. We'll show up. And I didn't really get any any information after that. So I called and it turns out nothing was scheduled. I'm sitting here at home for a couple hours nobody's coming. And Mm. they couldn't tell me when anybody was coming. And they're like, oh, well, come on Friday. And I'm like, I will be on a plane with a Bloody Mary in my hand going to Texas on Friday. And I need to have clean clothes before we get to there. So after spending over two hours on the phone with Best Buy, um, I finally got a refund on all of the installation stuff. I told them, hey, eat a bag of dicks. I'll figure it out on my own. So I just paid for just the washer dryer, found a plumber to come tomorrow. So now we're good. But earlier nice. today was a we were stressful not time,
0: hectic.
1: And like even I told Coley over the weekend, I'm like I'm at the point where I literally I went and bought new underwear um, to wear because I didn't have any clean underwear. Freshies. I'm pulling shirts out of the booze league inventory because I'm out of shirts <laughs> to wear. Uh, oh my like, goodness! It, well, wow. I'm over here living like a freaking hobo, and Best Buy is all fucked because of a hose, like it's a clown show. So. Wow. Um, just FYI, don't, and they said mainly it's because of COVID and they have like a bunch of third-party contractors and there's not a lot of communication that they what they're doing. So word of the wise, if you're going to buy an appliance, maybe just get it delivered and have someone else actually install it because uh, Best Buy ain't going to do you right.
2: That's sad. Other than
1: that, um, did some trivia on Thursday night, um, came in fifth place. Not a lot to talk about there.
2: <laughs> Where was uh, but, the trivia?
1: Was uh, in Manhattan, the the Beer Garden oh. at at uh, Manhattan, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, did lunch at Figaro Mountain on Saturday. hadn't been there in a while, so I went to revisit the mug. And it's funny, there's so many booze league stickers all over the mugs for the Mug Club there. That I'm like, oh, that one's mi- oh, no, that one's not mine. Oh, uh, oh no, that one's not mine either. <laughs> like, I was uh, all of us. Nice. Like, I know. I think I think they pulled yours down for a second, Coley, and I'm like, oh no 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 no, no, no that's Coley. Yeah, so I, uh, I have.
2: I think I have three Booze League stickers on mine. And then Nick has like one, or I think he has two.
1: I saw one in a picture they took over the weekend. I'm like, eh, eh I see the pig. So. And nice. then, of course, uh, BDN's birthday backyard, backyard barbecue bonanza on Saturday. So <laughs> there you go. All in all, good stuff. We so. were making
2: up for your washer not working by making our own whirlpool. We were like getting the essence of how a washer works to make you feel better.
1: I'm not going to lie, That uh, being there in that pool and in that whirlpool environment mm-hmm. is what allowed me not to shower yesterday. So I'd like to thank you for that, for, for keeping me clean, at least from, uh, from the pecs down. Uh, I, I consider that a success, and I appreciate it.
2: You're welcome. I'm here for you.
0: Sandro Alevelo. Sandro Alevelo. Sandro Alevelo. The cast. Yo, yo, yo. All right, guys. So here we go. Sorry, I was looking at some notes here. Are um, you guys ready for another um, Drink It From The Globe segment?
1: I'm all, I yeah. am, but the problem all is I'm getting ready. teased
0: and I kind of want to go to these places in the globe. <laughs> so, I mean, I know there's so many different places to choose from, obviously. And um, this place, um, I'm half Cuban, so it's, it's special to me because I've been there. And I had a, a couple cool little stories from when I was in Cuba. Um, yeah, I uh, I definitely I was I was there when I was twenty one, and uh, my cousin at the time was twenty one as well, and uh, we got along great. Never met the guy before in my whole life, but uh, we got along f- just amazingly right away. And uh, for like the whole two weeks I was there, basically it was just like hanging out with him and his friends. We didn't really do too much touristy stuff, um, but uh, but that was cool though. I was I was in wasn't bummed about that. Like um but um I don't know, I kinda like was inspired by a couple of different drinks. Obviously the mojito is like one of the most famous drinks, right? Sure. you think of like it's because I was talking to Cole a little late on the National Rum day. But um mojitos are damn they they're they're everywhere. They're super famous. Um I remember having my first one in Cuba and it's um right imagine like you know how Ventura has that walkway by the pier? where it's like a cement-like path that goes along the ocean. There's something like that in Cuba called the Malecon, and it's beautiful. It's like everyone's just hanging out there. You can walk. There's couples, like, chilling. But they have these mojito vendors that basically look like the guys that are cutting up fruit, um, you know, on the streets. But instead, it's a rolling mojito vendor. And you just, I would, like, just post up next to one of those guys and just be like, hey, another one and in the glass, they make you the mojito, they muddle it all, they put it together for you, and you are stoked. It Dude, was one absolutely. of the <laughs> one of the best experiences ever. And um and then obviously like I did my fair share of drinking of rum. There was one quick little story to kind of side note. I Wanted to buy some rum. It was the first time I was like, Hey, let's buy let's get a bottle. And um I thought, you know, we're gonna go to the store. I'm driven by plenty of stores, you know, and seen rum in stores. And uh, instead, we go walking down the street, turn the corner in this little dark alley, and <laughs> n- knock on this like window of a house, and the little flaps open up. And my cousin just, he's like, get, gets the money from me and sticks it, you know, puts it in through the flaps without even saying anything. Guy takes the money, closes the flaps. And then opens the flaps back up, and a bottle of rum comes out. And this dude is like famous in his neighborhood for distilling and making his own rum. He like does it at home. And so like, he's
1: like, You never see the guy? Like, it's all like, No, anonymous? I never Sorry. saw
0: him. Never saw him once. He literally did a little <laughs> knock, like a little secret handshake knock. The thing opened up. He put the money in, closed. Oh we waited my God. like five minutes, and it opened up again. Boop, came back out. And we we're like, Sweet. He probably was bottling <laughs> it up for us, like inside, you know what I mean? With the funnel. But, That's
2: not uh, shady at all, but some of the awesome. best
0: rum though I've ever had. It was amazing. It was it was truly incredible. It was like craft rum. Like the shit was just so good. But uh, anyways, back to what I was going to talk about here was the um was the mojito. Um, I got a couple theories here, a couple a little bit of information on it. One theory is that an association of English pirates, Sir Francis Drake invented the oh. mojito in Havana, <clears throat> following an unsuccessful invasion in the fifteen hundreds. As the story goes, his crew was suffering from scurvy and dysentery, two illnesses with which the local indigenous people were known to have medicine for. And, like, obviously, like, you know, scurvy, um, you know, citrus helps fight with all that. And yeah. I guess, like, you know, rum and min all of that good shit. So it kind of came about as, like, a, not quite a, an enjoyable pleasure drink, I think, at first. It was more something that they had to put together to keep themselves from dying.
2: I want to like, know how hmm. it cures dysentery, because dysentery, dysentery is when you're, like, shitting your brains out.
0: That would probably be the mint. Mint's really good for your stomach. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, mint's, like, super good I for your stomach. I try to avoid that at all costs. Well, I, mean, I just be know,
2: honest. you know, playing the Oregon Trail, I died of dysentery a lot,
0: <laughs> yeah. so. That's usually yeah. why I
1: stopped. I don't think I ever got past dysentery on Oregon Trail. Oh, oh, man. I made it to Oregon. I don't
0: know. What, I, I, I killed it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Damn. Damn.
2: We never, you know what? We never played long enough, and I always wanted to hunt.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, we we played a bunch, and yeah, I made it to Oregon. I was like in like <laughs> That's third like grade, unheard third or fourth of. grade. Yeah. Oh, totally. You're a
2: celebrity. <laughs> Can I get your autograph? Later?
0: I didn't even think it was that big of a deal, honestly. Oh um, my
2: God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. But um, okay. So. um you know the mojito it became popular later too like in the 1900s and 1930s when like Cuba was fun like it was like Havana was like a, a bustling place for like movie stars and gambling and all kinds of crazy shit right and um, it was trended by celebrities as Bridget Bardot um, the uh, the Australian actor Errol Flynn and Ernest Hemingway so wow. um, yeah you know and there's just you know Bacardi f- has like a big part of it as well too um there's all kinds of different levels of rum that you can get into, but I want to give a shout out to um, a rum that's super, super dear to me. It's called Havana Club. Havana Club. It's Havana Club. Um, it's amazing. We, we can't buy it here. Um, sometimes I've seen kind of people do like knockoffs of it or whatever, but like the legit, you could buy it in Canada, you can buy it in Mexico, but you can't buy it here. So if you, are, if you are traveling and you see that stuff, it is amazing. Definitely worth checking out. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of curious to hear about some Mojito stories that you guys have. But other than that, I mean, it's a pretty simple, straightforward bit. I, uh, I also wanted to do the daiquiri, but I didn't want to bombard two different ones. So I'm going to do the daiquiri on a different drinks from the globe segment. And because that had, that had a lot of really interesting information as well, too. But uh, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of a cool little shout out to, uh, especially somewhere that I've traveled to, like uh, because yeah, it's like Wiley said, you, you have all these cool spots we're talking about, and um, love to go there, but uh, maybe one day, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, I think they opened up travel from the U.S. to Cuba now.
0: Oh, yeah, but just traveling in general. I can go because I'm part Cuban, so I never really worried about that. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, just traveling in general around the world, you know? Oh, yes. I mean, honestly, Cuba's great and all, but if I had the choice to travel somewhere else, it probably wouldn't be Cuba. <laughs> honestly, it'd probably be somewhere <laughs> well, else, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Believe but saying, me. You know, it was, it was a fun experience, though. It was cool.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: The only stories I have about
1: mojitos is bartending. I was bartending right when the mojito craze hit here nice. in the U.S., and... You know, a mojito would come up, right? And you'd see the mojito. It's like, okay, mojito. And you look at the table number. You're like, that's kind of a big table. And you look over there and there was one drink from a table of like nine chicks You're like, oh no,
0: oh, this is, this is going to be a
1: bomb drink, right? (laughs) The
2: mojito bomb.
1: So you make it and you send it out and next thing you know, you, know that that's the sound of that, uh, which by the way, uh, bartenders will never, ever forget the sound of that stupid little Epson printer. Like I can hear from across the room, even though I don't, but I'm like, oh, you know, like you, you automatically like look for it. They'd come up and they'd have one of every different flavor. And of course you have to muddle them all separately now. And here it is. It's a busy night and you're like, all right, we got a peach. You got a, you know, like, well, whatever the fuck Mojito. We're like, here we go. And, uh, you know, it's a bachelorette party or whatever, but it's just those, those, that was one of the drinks where I'm like, uh, where each one has to be made individually as opposed to you can just kind of put them all, you yeah. can line up like six drinks and drop. Okay. These two have rum. Uh, these three have vodka. Like, you can just kind of like do whatever, but Mojitos, you're like. Each one needs to be made with care. (laughs) And uh, I mean, it's not really, it's changed a little bit now because you have so many craft cocktail bars where everything is made very specifically and shaken in a certain way. And, you know, but uh, the place I was working was not that place. So mojitos really messed up the the rhythm. (laughs) I,
2: I went to a mojito party for a friend of mine um, he's actually, like, steve b- best friend. And he was, like, finishing medical school or finishing his residency or something. And he just decided to have, like, a mojito party so he could, like, hang out with all of us. Because he's so, you know, engulfed in school that he, like, didn't see anybody. So, um, yeah, we had, like, Ryan's mojito party. And the sink at the end of the night was just a lime and mint <laughs> graveyard. Like, I mean... <laughs> And our, like, tagline for the night was muddling like a motherfucker. Because he was just muddling, <laughs> muddling, muddling. Like, muddling, like yeah. it, was, yeah, it was pretty funny. So, yeah, it was, it was a good was a good
1: muddling, muddling. Right.
2: Exactly, yeah. Nice. It was a really fun time. It's time to go pro with your bad habit.
0: Everybody!
1: Booze League Radio. All right, we got just um, a few small shots of news here for you. Now uh, we got. We're going to touch on some sports real quick. So data reveals the most hated baseball team in the U.S. Let me ask you guys: What do you? Th- which team do you think is the most hated in the so, U.S.?
2: I can't uh, speak on this because I saw the article today.
0: Okay. What do you think, Sancho? Dang, dude, that's a tough question. Um, gosh, uh, I'm going to go with the. Red
1: Sox? (laughs) I guess they could be, yeah. Um, They are not... Oh, yeah, they're number seven out of the uh, top 12. So, yeah, there are some people that hate the Red Sox.
0: Yeah, I I don't like the Red Sox. I don't know if I hate them, but I don't like them.
2: I think you're going to be shocked about number one, Sandra. I personally thought
1: it would be the Astros, just because, I mean, just the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so did I. Turns out it is your... Los
0: Angeles Dodgers. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Isn't
2: that fucking insane? Why? No,
0: because everyone hates the fucking West Coast. Everyone hates on L.A.
2: Well, do you know why? Because they're jealous they can't be us.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally, ESPN is so East Coast biased. Like, if you don't listen to, like, the West Coast stuff, it's all fucking just, hey, these teams are great on the East Coast. And then everything on the West Coast is trash. So it doesn't surprise me. You know,
1: that being said, though, uh, the second most hated team are the New York Yankees. So I was going to say Yankee. It was
0: between the Yankees and the Red Sox with me. I was I, am, I was going to pick one.
2: I am just shocked that the Astros were not number one. I
0: am too. I actually am. Yeah, I agree I'm with saying. that for sure. They should be number one. Yeah. They
2: were just garbage. Like, yeah. ugh. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so
1: it might have something to do with the way that they did the data to figure out who the actual most hated team was. So this was, uh, this data was compiled by betonline.ag. It's a sports betting website, and it tracked Twitter data for over a month based on geotags, hashtags, and direct keyword associations related to fans' disdain for all 30 MLB clubs. That included over 100,000 different tweets and was then broken down by state. And the way that they figured out the most hated teams is where was the most hate coming from per state for what team? So Los Angeles Dodgers, for instance, got nine states of hate out of
0: the US states of hate that's hilarious Uh, that's fucking funny
1: so the teams that uh, or sorry the states that hated the the Dodgers the most are kind of like the four corners all four of the four corners um, states you know you got uh, Arizona in there which makes sense New Mexico I don't know why they hate I mean okay do Uh, they even have a team no no uh, yeah. <laughs> the isotopes i don't the know is- um, oh my gosh dude maybe they, they probably root for the diamondbacks or something or d bags you know, they're right next to texas so maybe they're they're astros i mean who knows yeah. but it's all the four corner states and whatever is right above them which is it montana is utah right hell U- i do utah colorado arizona and new mexico Bro, I don't, I'm just looking at a map and they're not giving me names. <laughs> and the other place uh, that hates L.A., Alaska, for some random reason, uh, they probably just hate the weather here in L.A. Uh, yeah, and then
0: it's
1: like dark 20
2: hours a day in the
1: winter. They're <laughs> just jealous. Sure. Uh, yeah. God, that's so and then the, the three uh, southern states, Louisiana, Georgia, and Mississippi, all hate L.A. as well. Now, the Yankees are hated in kind of like Texas, for one hates them, and then pretty much everything in the upper... Like uh, basically where uh, New England, like where the Red Sox would be popular, mm. all hit the Yankees. I mean, it makes sense. That's kind of a regional thing. Now, the Astros makes a lot of sense as well. Basically, it's California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and whatever, what is that, Wyoming? Whatever's right on the Canada border It's kind of a swath of orange of hate. And I'm sure that's because they're all Dodger fans and hate, uh, you know, everything that they yeah. did. So, that's yeah, because
2: the Idaho potatoes are not a team either. So,
0: turns out, no, <laughs> the Boise Spuds.
2: The Boise Spuds. I
0: think that's so funny that there's hate. There's states that hate on us. They don't have a team. I mean, I guess that's just they're envious.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess
0: so. But filling out the rest of the top twelve, um, what kind of top
1: twelve? The last four are all tied for one state, but. Uh, number four is the Cardinals. They have six states. The Mets have six. Chicago Cubs, the Cubbies have four states. The Red Sox come in at number seven with three states. The White Sox are, so the Sox are right in the middle there. Uh, White Sox right behind them with three. And then 9, 10, 11, 12 are the Braves, Phillies, Giants, and Indians all with one state. Can you guess the one state that San Francisco Giants got that hated them the most? Is it California? Mm-mm. No, no, that's Houston. Okay, gotcha.
2: Um,
1: Doesn't have a team, uh, for a hint.
2: I'm going back to Alaska.
0: No, Alaska was L.A. New Mexico. Wait, no, you already said New Mexico, right?
2: What, like, Alaska, like, can't hate other teams? They're they're just taking by the most hate? Yeah, I mean,
1: mm. this is is based on what team they hate the most, based on Geotags. I'm I'm going to go with Rhode Island, Wiley.
2: I was going to go with one of the Dakotas.
1: Nope. Nice. Uh, Nevada. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason. Nevada is losing some Giants. Bets. <laughs> I guess I'm in mean, the right kind of right next door up there, like uh, across the, the way from Tahoe and, and all Reno. that. I mean, <laughs> and by the way, sending love to our Tahoe peeps and everyone up there. Everyone stay yes. safe. I know uh, shit's going down right now. So we're sending cheers and love up that way. Tahoe and, uh, peeps. Uh,
0: sorry, I'm out of the loop. But I haven't been listening to the news. What's happening in Tahoe?
1: fires
2: Caldor oh
0: fire. shit gnarly
1: yeah it's uh longer than it should be uh, i don't remember that i know the south lake tahoe's evacuated and Ooh. and that's such a beautiful area up there that i mean it's just so sad to see so um moving on our second news story is on the director of taco relations there is no update Our third third news story today has to do with the Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts coffee chain is launching four more beers. For the fourth year in a row, Dunkin' and Harpoon Brewery have partnered to release limited time fall-themed beers.
2: Okay. Mm. The fourth year in a row, and I've never heard of these
1: uh, well, I mean, they're only—we'll um, get to that—but only available where harpoon is sold, and I feel oh. like we don't get a lot of harpoon out this way, so that might have something to do with it. But
2: poon or or harpoon
0: harpoon harpoon.
2: Oh, okay, we don't get a lot of harpoon out this way. <laughs> I didn't see you to clarify. <laughs> <But> sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> it's harpoon bush.
1: Um, so here are the uh, the four beers that they have coming. Um, <laughs> coming, I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: Four more beers.
2: Oh my god! They
1: got uh, pumpkin spice latte ale, five point oh, two. Didn't see that percent. Apparently, that's one of their more popular ones as well, based on the past couple of years. They have a blueberry matcha IPA, which is tea like and tropical. <laughs>
2: Sorry, <laughs> fucking
1: a. All right. Oh wow, that's at six point six on the ABV. Alcohol. Uh, they have a maple cream. I'm sorry, cream. <laughs> Caram. Make sure cr- cream cr- harpoon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a cream. Crown. Crown. Whoa. Blonde Whoa. ale okay. at five point five percent on the ABV. Alcohol. And uh, they have a midnight American porter. A map. <laughs> 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 damn man. sounds like some uh, midnight pretty basic Ass shit porter. But, uh, i don't know man uh, I guess. midnight american porter with chocolate and espresso notes coming in at six percent alcohol. that sounds uh, like the, the
2: best one out of all of them
1: that is uh based on uh their most popular one from the past couple of years that is a um like a coffee porter kind of yeah, one in, so that's probably that that'd be um i'd be down for that one um what about the uh Crem. One, what is no. that <laughs> what sound is that that is what I hear in my head whenever I see cream spelled C-R-E-M-E and it's a
0: <laughs> <laughs> like crème like, brûlée
1: no, it's, it's not cream Crem. it's, Crem. <laughs> it's
0: oh my
1: god that's so weird um, it really is but that wow. came from back like a young commish watching Harvey Birdman attorney at law And love Harvey, So Harvey, Harvey Birdman gets his powers from the sun. Did you get that thing I sent you? (laughs) Did you get that thing I sent you? Did you get that Um, thing? (laughs) Also, fun fact, this sound also. (laughs) Also comes from Harvey Birdman. But uh, there's a scene where Harvey Birdman finds a mole and is not allowed to be in the sun. So he's getting really weak. And so Peanut, his assistant, gives him some of that bronzing cream. But it's spelled like that. So he's like, Well, I've got this bronzing cream. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my
0: <laughs> so, god. That's so funny.
1: So that's literally what I hear in my head. And that's I was reading this. I'm like, oh, maple uh Corral. blonde ale. Like and so I'm like, dude, I gotta find that drop because that's nice. funny. It's a good one. It's uh it's a little dirty. But anyways, back. Back to the business at hand. Actually, to, to find that, I had to watch a bit of the episode. And it is way Aww. funnier than I remember. Darn it. It I is mean. way funnier than I remember. That is a great show. Anyways, uh, September release is when this is happening. So what is tomorrow, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's September available. 1st.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's available anywhere or everywhere. Harpoon is sold. And you have uh, two choices. Either it's the Dunkin' Dozen Mixed Pack which features three of each of the flavors, or you can get a full six-pack of the pumpkin spice latte only. Of course. So if you want to try that uh, Midnight American Porter, uh, you're to have to buy the uh, the 12-pack.
0: That's cool. Also... I just, honestly, I just uh, want a donut right now, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <Get> the <beers. laughs> you're down just, for the
1: dough? Just give, me, just give me a donut. Can I get me a donut?
0: These D- nuts...
1: And uh, if you're up there in the Boston area, Buffalo Wild Wings will also feature all four of these on tap starting in October in the Boston area. So, whoa.
2: Wow.
0: What about Boston Market? Are they doing it at Boston Market too?
2: Boston Market.
0: (laughs) You remember that? (laughs) Wasn't that like that old school, like from the 90s or like the 2000s? Boston Market and they did chicken.
2: Yeah, they <laughs> did like chicken and like I don't know it was like hot food to go.
0: Hot food to go. Yeah, Boston Market was a little a, weird.
2: A chicken cordon bleu from there and it was not fully cooked. Oh
0: no. Oh no, that's oh, not. Oh, no. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Stranger. That's a weird mix. Stranger danger.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, we never really ate there, so that was good. <laughs> it turned into a Chase Bank actually after. It's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> probably probably did a lot better.
2: And now the Chase Bank closed and oh, there's probably just Probably maybe didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I never really could get my head around what the concept of Boston Market was. I never went into myself, but it felt like you remember Fresh Choice from way back in the day. It was kind of like um, yeah. Sue Plantation, but like yeah. healthier. I've been. It felt like them. Fresh Choice, but with meatloaf, and I
2: couldn't yeah. really figure out. What-
0: but it, it was, was also like a, fast food, like, I don't know. It, well, it, yeah,
2: it was like like a cafeteria, kind of.
0: It for of. sure was. It was like a quick dinner when my mom didn't want to cook. She was like, oh, er, stop at Boston <laughs> Market and getting <laughs> a bunch of sides and a chicken. Like, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Detour. <laughs>
2: yeah. Rest in peace, Boston Market.
0: <laughs> Sorry, just passed. <laughs> Moving it on. Really remind me of it, I don't know why. But donuts <laughs> in Boston, and I just want to go get some wings at fucking Buffalo. It's <laughs> a Buffalo Wild Wings, so.
1: Man, your stomach would hate you so much after that. Like, does it come with some Pepto? Yeah, <laughs> like a side of uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Ooh, my Lanta. it.
0: Oh,
2: my <laughs> Oh, you you guys for traveling this weekend, get the Pepto tabs and put them in your um, toiletry bag. I
0: thought you were going to say to like rectally insert them. Like, no, maybe put those there just, faster. No,
2: no, buy the tabs uh, that you gotcha. that you that you like <laughs> swallow or chew. Don't do the liquid.
1: Gotcha. Side note: Why would you ever think someone was getting
0: ready to say that? I don't know. Never heard of colon rolling. <laughs> I Let, let's, let's have find, not. Let's also. <laughs> That's when you stick ecstasy dude, wait, up your wait, wait. ass. I guess it works really fast. I've never done it, but I guess it goes like instantaneously into your well, bloodstream.
2: Well, you have a lot of your, your,
0: <laughs> your, your no, but like
2: your I the don't butt know. Chug. Like, your anal b- lining, yeah, your anal lining is very vascular, right? That's what I'm so, saying.
0: If yeah, you have so- a gnarly hangover, you just need to pop one of those things in there real thanks, fast to get. Thanks everything. for noticing. <laughs> I've been working out.
2: Oh my god! Oh I didn't say gosh. muscular. I said vascular.
1: This conversation oh, got really away god. from
0: us real quick.
2: That's why in the beginning of Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> they uh, he blows cocaine up the. Hookers oh, ass with right. a straw because you oh. absorb it quicker because you're you And then in
1: blockers, that's when the butt chug. Was. That's the butt chug. Rise right? blockers. Yeah, with John yeah. Cena.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's the best scene of that entire movie.
0: Whoa. Blues League
2: Radio. So, yeah, um, how about that National Whiskey Day, y'all?
1: Yeah, we'll be taking yeah. that uh, through the mouth, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, God. I have to set uh, my boundaries, you know, like God. that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, we just missed it. So um, National Whiskey Sour Day was on August 25th, which happens to be one of my best friend's birthdays. So I was like, ooh, that's exciting. Um, you know, we all know that it's traditionally garnished with half an orange and a maraschino cherry, and a whiskey sour is a mixed drink containing whiskey, Oftentimes, bourbon, lemon juice, and sugar. Whiskey sours are shaken and then either served straight or over ice. There's a couple alternatives as well to the traditional whiskey sour. One of them is the Boston sour and the Ward 8. Have you guys ever heard of those being um, in the bartending no. industry?
0: Uh, Ward okay. 8. Hmm.
2: So the Boston sour adds a dash of egg white to the recipe, which I have Frosty. had. I have had a frothy one at Oak and Iron in Thousand Oaks, so I'm wondering if that's what they did. I didn't pay too close attention, but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. (laughs) 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 And then the Ward 8 uses either bourbon or rye whiskey base with both lemon Mm. and orange juices and grenadine syrup added for the sweetness instead of sugar.
1: Gotcha. That actually sounds Uh, pretty good. That's the Ward 8, that one? mm Mm-hmm. That sounds good.
2: Yeah, it does sound really good to use the grenadine for sweetness instead and a little bit of orange juice. You get a little bit more citrus you in there. You had me a
1: rye. Mm.
2: I know you love yourself some rye. So yeah, I mean, again, we're late, but for next year, just mark your calendar, August 25th. It's a national day and uh, celebrate by enjoying a whiskey sour. Invite a friend to join you and don't hesitate to try a twist on it and hashtag national whiskey sour day.
0: Mmm, Nice.
2: And then Wiley did say that we are uh, in between um, some national days. And National Beer Lovers Day is celebrated on September 7th, which is also my wedding anniversary, so that's kind of exciting.
1: And That's the reason you got married on that day, right? <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That was kind of pre,
1: uh, pre-craft pre beer, Nick and Coley, though. I mean, I feel like, well, we're kind of, like we are still drinking like, Coors Light back then.
2: Well, we were uh, in the Firestone and the brewery with Tart of Darkness...
1: Right, right. That's
2: that, true. yeah. We really just, we had been into it, but not like, we still on the weekends would drink quantity, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sitting by the pool. A lot, of, a lot well, of Coors Light. A lot of silver bullets.
2: You know, I feel like Kona, too, when, before Kona sold out. We did like a lot of Kona, because it was affordable,
1: and yeah. it was good, mm-hmm.
2: and you could buy it in like, quantity. So, yeah. yeah. So, they, they gave you like, cute little like, National Beer Lovers Day activities on this article. It's like, Mm. number one, drink beer with some friends. Number two, go on a bar crawl. Nice. Number three, tour a brewery and sample some beer. And then there's like, why we celebrate it? Well, there's nothing equal to a nice cold beer. Beer makes others more attractive. That was my personal favorite. (laughs) And then C, my other personal favorite, beer is a reward yeah oh, it is you, you know go. i like that you had a shitty day reward yourself you had a great day reward yourself you had a mediocre day because you got through it reward yourself there you, you know go. i'll so take it up to a great day it will and it's on september 7th every year so it uh it doesn't change and uh just remember to hashtag national beer lovers day and go on a bar crawl for me and reward yourself not Sounds treat fun. yourself reward yourself
1: reward yourself Love Sancho, we'll right. be traveling that day. So we need to make sure that we're drinking beer that day. Yes, and sir. Tag we'll do. Hashtag it. Yeah, and hashtag that. Uh, I could do it. I don't know that we're going to, unless they got it. Well, they might, you know what? Here, um, All my list of followers
0: can can follow it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> going viral. Um, we, we need to go through and see if we can, on that day of traveling, hit every one of those uh, things that Coley just listed out as we like work our way through the airports or whatever we're doing, we're getting to the airport. Okay. Let's see what we can, we can hit every one of those. Okay. Um, and we'll keep track of them throughout well, the day. you're so. going to be
2: drinking beer with friends.
0: Yeah. chat. Maybe
2: at least in the yeah, airport. Yeah, can have a definitely beer. in the
0: airport. Like we it, should still be nice friends term. by the end of the weekend. That's, that's <laughs> the <plan. laughs> ideally.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> well, the flight is what at noon?
1: I think it's about noon to get out of there. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: Ooh, well, so, uh, you might be uh, drinking beer around ten a.m., but that's fine. Look, there's no wrong time to drink a beer. <laughs> nah.
0: You say that when like you on a vacation. Bad thing there's no random there's no time Tuesday. on vacation.
2: Now you can go on a bar crawl within the airport, which yeah. I'm, that's not that's not frowned upon. You can go to two. Probably, I would call two.
1: Probably a brewery in the airport somewhere, like some type of brewery
0: usually has like a little window. Maybe
2: so you could tour a brewery and sample some beer.
0: Okay. That, I think you that, that guys one might could be a little it. tough. I think. Unless, cause I didn't see a brewery last time I was at, uh, are we going into f- Dallas Fort Worth? No, love we're going Fuel. to Love. Oh shit. Hello. Feel the love. Okay. Well, touche. Let's see.
1: Let's see. <laughs> it love. Yeah. Worst case nice. scenario. We stop by like hand brewed beer on the way home after we land. If we're, if our oh, lives can there handle it. Oh, there you go. It. Yeah. Shit. We'll there's see, breweries you know?
0: afterwards when you get yeah off the plane. Yeah. F-O-T-P. There are things that
1: need to happen. Fresh off the plane.
2: <laughs> hand brewed is great. Personally know the guy. It's great.
1: I nice. You know, I have not yet been there. Uh, I saw recently oh. some people were there posting for some reason. I'm like, damn, I, it's like freaking Chatsworth. It's not that far away from us. No, it's, gotta it's gotta really nothing. There. It's right there.
2: It's really close to 818.
1: Oh. It's not far. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Swing on by. All right, guys. You ready to play some pub quizzing? Uh, Sancho, I think we gave the Boys and Girls Club for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that right? That's it. 50 yep. bucks because I think Coley won if I remember correctly. I'd have to yep. look at the Eagles again. Nope. Like, yeah, she won.
2: And I picked, I believe, Lust Garden. Wasn't so do Lust you want to do uh,
1: different um, different uh, charities this time? You guys want to
0: uh, stick I, I with I like the that. same? I like that charity. I, honestly, right off the top of my head, um, I, don't, I'm, I don't know. We can go... Hey, let's go with Casa Pacifica this time. Casa Pacifica for yeah. uh, San Casa, Chito? Yeah, Casa Pacifica for me. They help um, kids that are an unfortunately like... Bad situations, they're either like in homes that are like that are not homes or just you know dealing with some shit. So yeah, let's let's help them out. Okay. Sticking with uh yours, Coley?
2: Um if I change it would just be probably the Ohio Humane Society where I got Porsche. Oh, so. that's sweet.
0: That's a good one. I love that, nice. I love that
2: place. They're so great there.
0: Yeah, that's a solid spot right there, for sure. You like know what? I deserves a I actually,
2: <laughs> I actually wanted. You know, I'll change it. I want to do the Agora okay. shelter. The Agora, Agora. Agora. Agora there you shelter.
0: Agora shelter,
1: okay. I went Boom. there
2: to look at a dog, and they were, like, awesome. about. I just went, like, a couple weeks ago, and... I don't know. They're, like, there for the welfare of the dogs, and they're really down to earth, and they're awesome. And I was, like, shocked at how cool they were.
1: Sweet. Nice.
2: Yeah, really cool people.
1: Love it. So yeah. now that we have the important part out of the way, let's talk about the rules. Okay. So again, this is a, a pub quiz. It was, uh, I think we did this back in March or something, because these are, this is a Guinness deck and nice. there are, there are five different, I'm going to roll a dice here and there are five different options. And uh, five different categories, I should say. In each category, uh, number one is starts with a G. So it'll be anything that starts with a G. The answer is anything starts with a G. Number two are games people play. So the answer will be some type of game. Pretty simple. Number three, since 1759, which is a history type question, clearly. Nothing, of course, before 1759. Number four, anything flows. Which we'll figure out when we get there. <laughs> and number five is popular culture. Um, so, who wants to go first on this one? How about this, Cole? Uh, give me a number.
2: Between what and what?
1: And between one and six.
2: Oh, um, four.
1: It is a six, Sandro. You are up. You ready? Let's do this. All right, Sandro. It's a five. That's popular culture. Okay. Who was UK Prime Minister from 1997 to 2007? Boris Yeltsin. Boy, get the fuck out
0: of here, dude. Like, do <laughs> Come on. No, um, was it Winston Churchill? He's like super wealthy, like, right? I was going to call you on that one. That is a,
1: a hard no. Uh, it was Tony Blair, Anthony Charles Linton. Would have never guessed that.
0: So yeah, I just no did points it. for you. And also, I do remember
1: um, if the uh, if you get it wrong, the other person can steal. So oh, okay. if you get gotcha. it wrong, I'm gonna, next time I'll go over to uh, Coley. So Coley, how about that was um, a practice one?
0: Give Coley a practice one. Okay, Coley, let's get a practice one for you.
2: I don't need uh, practice. It's a two. Practice?
0: Well, no, it's because I can practice? steal this one now. You didn't have a chance to steal it before. That's why.
2: We're, we're here to practice?
1: All right, we're just going to go straight forward then with Coley. Number two, games people play. What Olympian made the wedge a sassy and stylish haircut in the 1970s?
2: Oh, Greg Luganis.
0: That is a... N- oh, nope. There it is. Sancho? Uh, Mary Lou Becker or Decker or Mary Lou, whatever her name is. I uh, got the gender right. It was Dorothy Hamill. <sighs> oh.
2: oh
1: no points there. Sanchito, let's see what you got coming up next. Bum, it bum, is bum. a five. Popular culture again for Sanchito. Okay. What pipe smoking detective lives at 221 B Baker Street in London?
0: Sherlock Holmes. That is one for Sanchito. No shit, Sherlock.
2: Well done.
1: I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Coley, over to you. It is a one, starts with a G. Name this very popular card game, which requires three different scores, runs, or matches to win a round. Gin. That is correct. Gin Rummy. Nice, there you go. One more for, and we'll go up to uh, five. Whoever gets to five first uh, wins. Sancho, over to you. It is a 2 games people play. What country did the ancient Olympic games originate? Greece. That would be correct. That one seems like an easy one, oh, but yeah. Maybe maybe some people won't know that. I don't know. You I think going, a lot of people uh, think it's
0: Rome or like well, some shit. You, s- uh, you know what? Well, you
2: said country and I almost said Athens, but I like you know what I mean so yeah, I yeah, would yeah. have gotten it wrong in a sense even though I like knew I just got yeah. It. I got excited in my head
1: it happens it happens mm-hmm. I like getting excited
2: <laughs> more <laughs> than I'd like Believe to admit
1: uh, number four anything flows in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet who dies first Romeo or Juliet Romeo yeah well done alright we're all tied up at Dos Dos Dosy dos. Give me two. Over to you, Sancho. It's a one. Starts with a G. Name this article of clothing that helps people fit into
0: clothes. Uh oh, it's a uh a gurney.
2: I'd like to steal. Gotcha. Collie. It's a girdle.
0: There it is. That ah. it is. That
2: was close, Sandra. I was What's like, gurney's gonna.
0: Your gurney is, you is will- what you lay on in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You're like wheeled out in a uh, gurney. Yeah, no. Yep.
1: They there put them go. on the gurney on the way to, like, you know, surgery or whatnot. Girdle. That's what it is. Or,
2: like, does. when the ambulance comes, they put you on a gurney and get you in the ambulance. Yep. There
1: you go. Boom. All right, we're back over to Coley. With a number three, this is Since 1759 is the category. Oh, Lord. In the medieval trial by ordeal, what would the guilty supposedly do when tossed into a body of
0: water?
2: Oh, they would sink.
0: I'm gonna steal this one. They would—they would not sink. They would—they like, would like float or fly or they would live. That's kind of an
1: either/or though. I don't know about it, but uh, you know what? Fine. But yeah, think of the Salem Witch Trials. Like if they—they they threw them in, they sank and oh. died. They're like, hey, they're cool. But if they floated, they're like, oh, they're a witch. Burn them. Like it was really very unfair. <laughs> like they literally yeah, can't win.
0: Because burning, uh, burning supposedly was the only way that you can kill a witch, I guess. But, like, yeah. yeah. Just I just weird. think
1: they're like burning bitches. Like, they're weirdos. The yeah. No yeah, bueno.
0: Yeah, they are
2: kind, kind of sexist. A little... Kind yeah. of awful. You know, I guess, I little guess bit. you
0: know what? There's a lot of, like, warlocks or dudes that got burnt at the stake, too. Well, uh, good. No, I'm just kidding. I did kidding, not, not hear kidding.
2: that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's no, that's burning horrible. people is... No, it is horrible. I was just... I'm glad we were not the only ones. I'm <laughs> If you're going to burn people... Make it inclusive. Make it inclusive.
1: A true moment of gender equality in America. All
2: right. <laughs> oh my God. Can we make a movie out of that? The, the Salem Witch Trials. A true moment of gender equality in America.
0: Wow. Oh go. my
1: God. All right, Sanchito, over to you. Uh, your category number five is popular culture. Cook County General is the workplace of characters on what hospital drama?
0: Um, gosh. I know... Uh, oh, 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 oh. Sh- Cook County um, General. Cook County General. It, I mean, that's Chicago, right? So, and I don't think there's a show called Chicago MD or, or anything like that, right? Like, fuck, what is it? Um, I'm gonna have to go, um... And I can't think of that cheesy show. What the fuck's it called? I'm gonna go with Scrubs. Holy. <laughs> totally?
2: Grey's Anatomy?
0: It's just ER. ER, that's what oh. it was. I was trying to think. My parents watch that shit all the time. Yeah, Dude, no, my I mom did too. Millions. Yeah, so. Oh, nope. Jesus, yeah. I actually,
1: like, I had to reread it. I'm like, is that like a Discovery documentary? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, wait, that was actually. Yeah, I forgot shit. about Edwards, that joke. George they watched it every Clooney. Week. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we are tied up at 3-3 right now.
2: Oh, Lord, my turn.
1: That was a nope. six. I'm going to try that again. A number two, games people play. Oh, God. What are the colors of the Olympic rings?
2: Okay. There's yellow, blue, green, red, and black.
1: Dude! Nice. That's good. What is up? I almost feel like you should get two points for that. Coley is up to four. Sancho, you're up next. Your category Ol- is Anything Flows.
2: Only because of this... Oh, gosh. Go ahead, Sandro. Sorry.
1: What mythological oh, animal... <laughs> what mythological animal is half human and half lion?
0: Oh, shit. Um, do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's a tough one. Because obviously it's not a centaur, it's not a griffin. What the fuck's the other thing? Honestly, damn. Uh, uh I, have, I have fucking no clue, dude. I, those are the only two I can think of right now. Coley?
2: It's not a Minotaur either. Um, That's like a goat guy. Oh, fuck. I'm just gonna say it's Aslan. I don't know.
1: It's a, f- a Sphinx. Oh, oh my god! One of the biggest I was statues. One gonna... of the biggest statues in Egypt. <laughs> I yeah. was gonna
2: say that, and I'm like, that's not right. I literally said that, that's why I was like, no, that's not right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's because you start think thinking about, about Greek
1: mythology, like the Minotaur, and yeah. you know all that's like all Greek griffins are all yep. English or whatever, but yep. Sphinx. Yeah,
0: well, that's I just a
1: wanted to big old. I wanted
2: to play this. My favorite part So of the we'll Olympic. be back
0: from a commercial break after the uh, Icelandic duo <laughs> yeah. gets over a curling.
2: I just—that's why I know the Olympic rings because I love the Olympic fanfare song. So yeah.
0: the female
1: uh, Canadian curling team is threatening this break Bring it right up the by middle. McDonald's.
2: McDonald's. Okay. All
1: right, Coley, you are up. Uh, let's see. Number three is since 1759. Ugh. What famous road is significant? as the first all-weather highway linking Chicago and Los Angeles.
2: Route 66.
1: There you go. That's a good that one. That is correct. And that is five. Sancho, nice.
0: we're gonna we going to give you one chance. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: One chance to get one more. Let's do it. That's a six. That's a one. Starts with a G. Name the actor who starred as Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story.
0: <laughs> fuck, dude. Um, was that even a movie? I saw La Bamba. He was in La Bamba, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. A G? Not the
1: same actor, for sure. <laughs> it's a surprising um, answer, too. I'll tell you that. I'm glad I'm we went I'm going with, with Gene Hackman. <laughs> dude, I was thinking about him. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> I literally was gonna say Gene Hackman.
1: Oh my god, that would be amazing. Uh, even more insane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary Busey. No way! <laughs> they couldn't get Nolte, so they got Busey. <laughs> Oh all my right. God!
1: <laughs> on that note, we're gonna you on out of here right, of uh, so good draft ninety five.
2: Good job, too, Sandra. We were so close. that was a
1: tough one. That was You're tough. Got to give a uh, hundred bucks to the Agora Animal Shelter of That's awesome. choosing. There you go. Well done. Got to take care well of the deserved. pooches and all the animals out there. Uh, follow us online, uh, Instagram at booze League. Twitter at booze League. Facebook.com f- forward slash booze League. Whatever you are listening to us on right now, hit subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, feel free to reach out on uh, text. We've gotten some text recently, and it's good to see them come in. 805-892-6116. Nice. Just shoot us some text. and let us know what you think about everything and what you're doing. Um, you can follow Coley at ice underscore, coal underscore, beer underscore on Instagram. Of course, I'm Wiley Withers on Instagram and Booze League as well. We'll be back on Draft 96. Um, I doubt we're going to record uh, as me and Sancho
0: try and make our way back from our Texas adventure. Uh, you know what's hilarious is that I have Wednesday and then I am have to go to Bakersfield for Thursday and Friday for, Ew. for meetings. Dude. So I'm like just one in, one out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, you are just like a man of the world right now, dude. Your liver is probably crying inside you at the moment. Um, (laughs) Gotta stay hydrated somehow, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. Touche.
2: Well, you guys have fun. I'm going to miss you. I'm so sad that Nick and I had to cancel. I'm like, I don't even want to think about it because I'm just going to be sad. So I want you guys to have the best time and safe travels and Bloody Marys in hand and make me fucking proud.
1: We're going to make you proud and jealous because we are going to be sending you pictures. Wiley and Sandro <laughs> do Dallas. <laughs> oh yeah, Definitely. Big oh, time. It's going to be a very, very good time. But And so on that note, everyone, make sure to tune into to our Instagram at Booze League to follow along because we'll be doing a lot of content with The Art of Beers, our very good friend Amanda uh, out in Texas as well. We're doing some floating, um, probably hit some breweries and do uh, a number of things. So uh, please make sure to follow us and interact with us. And if you're out there, let us know where you're at. Maybe we'll meet up. Should be, be a sick. good time. Be a very, very good time. So we will either be back uh, next week or the week after on uh, Draft 96. Either way, you guys uh, keep it cool, and we'll talk to you all soon. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers. I'm on the move. I feel real
0: good.